Isn't it always so funny how there's these little things in life that we just take for being true, but we really all know that they're not, not at all, not even close to being true. Eat gum, it's not gonna stay in your stomach for seven years. And we all know we lose more than 10% of our brains. So why did they make a whole movie talking about how we only use 10% of our brains, AKA limitless? It makes no sense. We all know that this just isn't true. But the biggest one of all that I think that we all kind of realize but aren't realizing is this adage that Warren Buffett's main investment strategy was investing into the stock market. And I think this is a terrible way to really think about how Warren Buffett built his wealth. There's all these things that break down like his, oh, I buy low value stocks and sell them for higher. But realistically, we all know that's not how we built his wealth. And by the end of this video, I'm going to share with you the real reason why Warren Buffett's investment strategy is actually something much different. And you can implement it, too, if you're trying to build a massive wealth. Maybe if you're trying to be an evil billionaire and take over the world, that this would also help towards that too. By the way, guys, this is Fly Stewie. You're listening to the Uneducated Investor Podcast. Feel free to leave a like, a comment, subscribe, because that, my friends, is how we actually grow. It helps the YouTube algorithm. So hit that like button, baby. Just flick it a little bit. Yeah, girl, just flick that button. And if you're listening on the podcast, of course, write a five-star review on iTunes, because that's how we grow, baby, 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 baby. But if you're watching the YouTube right now, there's actually this cool little thing that I want you guys to see. Um, essentially, this will is this cool little infographic that breaks down how Warren Buffett earned his money in the early days. And of course, if you're watching on YouTube, you're going to notice that I'm doing a lot of sweating. That's because it is like a million degrees. I'm Canadian, so I'm never really used to this ever in my life. Like like us Canadians, we're used to igloos. Literally, we're used to igloos. Uh, you know, like we're not used to it being above zero degrees Celsius or 40 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, so right now I'm burning, but just don't mind the sweat. I have a big light in my face. Anyways, let's talk about Warren Buffett, man. I'm tired of complaining. So this is a cool little infographic by CNBC that breaks down how Warren Buffett made his money in the early years. So I just want to go through this with you because this really outlines the real way Warren Buffett makes his money today. So it starts at the age of five. Warren Buffett, he was born in the 1930s, you know, the dirty 30s. This is when they went through the Great Depression. This was like a 10 year economic crash, basically. I think it was like worldwide, but mainly in the States for this example, obviously. Um, and through this year, every, no one was making money. No one was getting paid. But somehow Warren Buffett at the age of five, he was born. Let me let me get his birthday up for you guys. Buffett age. I spelled age wrong. He was born literally 1930. So the age of five, 1935, his first business ever. Um, According to him is he sold chiclets gum on the sidewalk. He also sold lemonade, but not in front of his house. He did it in front of his house, his friend's house, which had better traffic. So from the age of five, he was making money in an era where nobody made money. Let's keep going. At the age of six, he purchased six packs of Coca-Cola from his grandfather's grocery store for 25 cents and resold each of those bottles for a nickel. So understand he literally had six bottles, right? He sold them each for five cents. He had a profit of five cents, 
which doesn't sound like a lot, but of course that's a lot of money uh, back in those days. Basically to get the math, it's, um, you know, you take five, you times it by 11, he's basically selling each bottle for like 30 cents or something like that. I, I don't know. Uh, my math's terrible. Each bottle is selling for 50 cents or something. I, I don't know, that doesn't matter. So more odd jobs that he was doing between six and 11, uh, he scavenged the floor of local racetrack for winning tickets. <laughs> this guy is literally a natural born hustler. I love it. Uh, something else that he did, and you can follow wrong, by the way, remember to subscribe on Instagram to twitch.flystewie and my YouTube, of course, remember to subscribe if you didn't. Uh, more things, odd jobs he did between six and 11. He collected and sold used golf balls organized by Brandon Price. He sold peanuts and popcorn at University of Omaha football games. At age 11, through his various activities, Buffett had, by the age of 11, $120, which he used to buy his first investment. This investment, you know, he made a nice profit, but he would have made more profit if he held because it went to $202. He was super sad because of this, and then he realized from that age that if he just held the stock for a long time, then this is a great way for him to make a lot of money. Moving on. Age 12, he started Stable Boy Selections with a friend. The boys used a typewriter to type up a tip sheet for horse track racing based on mathematical odds. Now. One of the things that I really hope that you've gotten a nice little taste of is the fact of how much of an entrepreneur this Warren Buffett is. He's literally going around and starting any business in the 1930s where no one is making money. He has such a business mindset. And if you haven't figured already what I'm alluding to, I'm alluding to the fact that this guy is a literal entrepreneur in his bones. He looks at business and looks at a ways to maximize profit. Of course, in his early days, he did start investing at the age of 11, which the reason he started investing that early is his dad is a stockbroker. So he did have, you know, that, you know, that access to that knowledge. But understand that it's because of his business prowl and his opportunist mindset on, and that's his view on how he keeps making money. At age 12, people are barely going outside and playing, but he had a mindset for creating wealth at the super early age. Moving on. So age 13, this is one of those big things that he did, and a lot of people know him for this, is he started delivering newspapers for the Washington Post. Um, this was really big, like like really big, just, just to see the mindset that this guy's in, right? So he's delivering newspapers for the Washington Post. He's getting paid per paper he delivers, right? And then he's expanding his route to sell more newspapers. However, one of the smart things that he did at the time was he basically started delivering competitors' newspapers to the exact same houses of the Washington Post. Which made this so ingenious is that he was getting paid twice and three times the amount per house he delivered at because he was delivering more than one paper. So at that time he was making $175 per week. And if we just do a simple calculation so far, $175 in those days was basically you take 175, you times it by 11. He was making $2,000 a week in our dollars, which at that time would be more than his teachers were making per week 
which is ridiculous. And this is a huge one right here. At the age of 13, he filed his first tax return, his first tax return, and he used his bike as a $35 deduction. This is huge, and I'll tell you why later. Age 14, he invested in 40 acres of Nebraska firmland with $1,200 of his newspaper profits. He then got a tenant farmer who worked the land and shared their earnings with Buffett. So this is this is just ridiculous. Like, how are you a 14-year-old buying land? I thought, you know, everyone thought that it was all investing in stocks is the way he made his money. But clearly, as you're seeing from this, this guy's in real estate. He's in side business. He's in side hustle. He's working a regular job. He's investing in stocks. He's doing every single thing economically that has the great opportunity to him to improve his wealth and to double his money. This guy is literally a businessman first. At this age, stocks are a side thing for him, a way to double his money when he's not doing anything maybe, but realistically, that's not what he's necessarily doing. He's making every opportunity count. Now, let's get back to it, baby. Also, at the age of 14, he started the Wilson Coin Company um, this is basically what he did is he went to barbershops another famous story He went to barbershops sold them pinball machines and then from there he split the profit 50 50 with the barbershop owners Before he graduated from high school Buffett sold the company to a war vet for a thousand two hundred dollars again times that by 11 that's like let, let, Let's do the calculator math. That's around twelve thousand dollars, but let's get the exact number no, let's just say $12,000. Let's just times by $10,000, $12,000. Um, by the time of his high school graduation, Buffett's net worth was $5,000, which equivalent to today's dollars is $55,000. So this guy had a net worth of $55,000 graduating high school, man. Like that is so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. It, it doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, the rest of this infographic, I'll put in the link below, talks about how at 19 years old, he was devastated because he didn't get into Harvard and he really wanted to. Um, it shows how he you know, got his investing prowess a little bit. But I, the reason I really wanted to go through this whole thing with you guys is to show you that Buffett's main way he thought about wealth generation was business first. You see, if you do a simple calculation and you really run the numbers, people always talk about how, you know, but Warren Buffett made money through investing. Well, let's just do a simple calculation of the market returns, right? Let's say the average stock market return right now for S&P 500 is 8%, right? Let's say you got, you know, a super rich grandfather who gave you 100 grand at the age of 18 you know how long would it take you to make a billion dollars would you make it before the age of 55 right so a hundred grand you know invested from the age of let's go 18 let's go the age of 18 you know you invest that hundred grand by the time you're 57 you really only made like three million dollars which is a lot of money from you know the compounded interest you know every year your money makes money it's money 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 makes money um, which is a lot of percent, right? If you're just buying an ETF stock, but that's not gonna make you a billionaire. How about if you're a wizard like Warren Buffett and that hundred grand, you made 20% return every year. Now, will that turn into a billion dollars? Let's check it and find out. We go down, we go down, we go down. Even at the age of 
57, you're only making $288 million, which of course is a lot of money, but again, Warren Buffett is worth $80 billion. So how on earth did he make $80 billion? All right, let's let's say you got a really rich family and they gave you not a hundred million, but they gave you $10 million to start. At the age of 18, you're making a 20% return. You're literally doubling what portfolio managers get for the public in 401ks. They're doubling the, the greatest investors profits so let's see how much you could make with 20 percent return per year on a 10 million dollars at the age of 18. so by the time you are fifth so by the time you are 41 you would make a billion dollars which is a lot of money by the time you are 57 you would have 23 million dollars so how do you get these crazy returns and this is 10 million dollars you mean 10 million clearly at this age buffett does not have $10 million um, at the age of 18. He only has a hundred grand, not even hundred grand, like 50 grand. And I want to basically show you the way that he did it. Essentially, Warren Buffett, the best way to think about him, and this is the biggest part of the whole video. And if you haven't got it by now, I'm sure that you will get it, is that Warren Buffett isn't actually an investor. He is an entrepreneur. And all of his biggest businesses or his biggest investments have been kind of from investing, but it's been mostly from buying a business because essentially when Warren Buffett buys a business, what he does is he creates the value from it after one of the biggest acquisitions or the biggest wins of his life was buying a life insurance company that's Geico realizing that they got all of this cash flow from people paying into life insurance and the, basically they would never take money out because they'd only need it out maybe end of life when there's you know dying so he'd essentially have an interest-free loans for 30 years which he took and then invested after so realistically it wasn't necessarily that the stock was a great company but it was the fact that he was able to derive more value from that company by investing. He's acquiring companies and then he's basically making them bitter businesses. Now, there's two concepts that I want you to take away from this video on how people really get their wealth and generate it to the next level. The first concept, and let me, let me wipe my sweaty head. I don't want YouTube to be like, oh my God, why is Fly Stewie so sweaty in the comments? Oh, he's so sweaty. Okay, what am I saying? Anyways, um, the first thing I really want to take from this is that he knows how to leverage debt and leverage equity. And what do I mean by this? What I mean is that when he was a young strapping lad, bought the, the pinball machines, right? Um, one of the things that he did was a 50-50 revenue split with someone else, didn't just leverage his own efforts, but leverage other people's efforts as well. You know, th this is a guy who really knows how to use not only his efforts and his money, but knows how to use other people's money to really make more money. I think one of the biggest things that wealthy people understand is really how to leverage debt to make more money. And of course, if they're running a business, how to leverage equity to make more money. This is one of the things that I think 
us as average people really get wrong. When we think of debt, we think about buying things that we can't afford now. So therefore, we think about getting our credit cards out and literally going out, you know, buying things with our credit cards that we can't afford, financing expensive vacations that we can't afford, where rich people will use debt and buy things for their business and use that debt to make themselves more money. So Warren Buffett, he's going out there and he's buying pinball machines and then he's buying fakers of land, things that will make him more money at the age of 14 and using those to expand his wealth. So he has more money so that he can buy more investments to make him more money. Another big thing that rich people really understand how to do is age 13, this is the best described as age 13. This is super important. I think this is very important that we need to really understand. At age 14, Warren Buffett really understood how about business is that he filed his tax return and claimed his bike as a $35 tax reduction. Rich people are ingenious at avoiding taxes. Going back to the life insurance example, by using other people's money to invest, that life insurance money, and using debt to invest, he basically is understanding that he does not want to ever pay taxes. So let's do a simpler example. Back to the bike, $35 tax reduction. You know, now all of a sudden, instead of paying tax on $1,000, let's say he makes $1,000 at the end of the year, he's paying tax on $1,000 minus 35, which is like $965. Look at me with the head math. Oh my God, let me pat myself on the back. Um, that's what rich people do. They never pay taxes ever, ever, ever. And this is just a very simple example of how business income, when you generate business on your income, essentially you're making revenue, right? And revenue, you can start discounting your operating expenses, your interest that you pay. So for Warren Buffett's example, his operating expense was his bike because he needed that to get the newspapers, you know, his interest expense, you can think, and that, that that ends, that end dollar at the very end, you know, after you take away your operating expenses, after you take away your depreciation for your bike or your car or whatever, that end amount is your net operating income or whatever, and then you can take your tax away after that. Whereas people like us who are workers, who are working, for example, we have to pay taxes on our salary directly like there is no deducting expenses and everything and there is none of that so born buffett understood business he understood acquiring different businesses he understood selling businesses like he sold the pinball machine after business after high school he had a very huge grip of how much um of how to run businesses, and this is what helped him. So as investors, uneducated investors, what have we learned today? How can we really use this information about Warren Buffett and understand that and leverage this information so we can make money for ourselves? And again, I'll say it again. The first thing that we have to understand is that, of course, we need to learn how to invest, but it's clear that you have to learn how to run a business. A lot of these businesses that Warren Buffett ran he did on a part-time basis as well as his full-time business. So when he put his money into real estate and then reaped the crops of that farm land, here, let me put the farmland back on the thing for you guys. When he reaped the benefits of the farmland, this was a part-time thing that he didn't need to do full-time. 
he basically hired someone to work the land for him and then he got the 50 50 split with the farmland here bam right here and then we had the pinball machine it wasn't him necessarily going and operating those pinball machines with those people every day but he got the 50 50 profit split with the barber shops right where the pinball machines were in and with that money um he was able to you know get that money day in and day out on a part-time basis so while he's still making his full-time income you know delivering newspapers or while he's in school learning full-time essentially he was able to still make money on a part-time basis with business and then using that business he was able to you have tax write-offs so all of his capital that he bought like the pinball machine would be a tax write-off for him something that lowers his taxable amount at the end of the year so yes he made money from stocks but it was mostly from avoiding taxes and leveraging debt and leveraging um, equity to build his wealth on my next video I'm gonna really go over his biggest winners and losses um, on really those big crucial moments in his life like Geico like that life insurance company on how we really built that wealth and then show you guys a simple strategy or a simple way to think about wealth generation that we can use if you're really trying to become a filthy rich if you like this video and if you made it to the end consistently they say that most of you don't make it to the end comment that yo fly stupid i made it to the end of the video man i'm a real flight crew member and thank you guys for watching again i'm gonna try to bring out more videos and more podcasts for you guys really getting into this stuff because i've been obsessed with the billionaires um lately make sure you leave a like leave a comment and as always the best most brightest investors are the uneducated ones why is that's because the uneducated investors they never stop learning um sorry for sweating up the place but i love you flight crew and i'll see you next time